Coming direct from the 404, 678, and 770 area codes. It's entertainment, details, and more right here on the Exquisite Sounds Podcast with your host, DJ and entertainment virtuoso, DJ Torin L. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Exquisite Sounds Podcast. It is your host, DJ Torin L. And I want to tell you, first and foremost, before we even dive into our topic today, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for tuning in over on the YouTube channel where we've got the podcast. I want to tell you thanks for checking us out on Google. I want to tell you thanks for hitting us on Spotify, Apple. And I appreciate everybody who's uh, stopped us in the streets or sent us an email or maybe a DM. appreciate the podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, I also want to tell you if you are not following us on social, now is always a great time to dive in. Connect with us over there. We're on all the platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Hey, we're there. Let's go. Now, we are back today with another Real Talk with Torn. Woo, woo. So here we go. I want to dive in on something. And this one is about the dance floor. And I'll tell you where it came from. Recently, I've actually had a uh, consultation, right, a discovery call where we had with a wedding client. And then we turned around and we had one with a, um, a corporate client. Same day, again, two totally different groups, but the same question came up. And the question was, what happens if everyone isn't dancing, right? And for corporate, this is kind of a different answer because, I mean, you know, we all work, so we understand what what that is sometimes. People don't want to do what they want to do in front of the boss or the manager. Like, we get it. I didn't really want to address that for corporate But I wanted to talk about it for weddings because we see this question a lot. Like whenever we're at like shows or we're like having discovery calls or I've even seen this in just email where people like just go to a wedding wire or the not. And they pull down that list of 10 questions to ask your DJ, you know, and they just copy and paste it. And they say, you know, what happens if everybody isn't dancing? And it's a question. Right. But I wanted to jump in and give a real honest opinion here on what happens in this moment, right? So I think any DJ, right, man, but we'll stick to DJ. Any DJs, most DJs are going to say, oh, you know, we change the music. We find something that hits with the crowd, right? That could be switching up the, the genres. It could be switching up the music, you know, and honestly, that's true, right? I don't, I don't disagree with that. I'm not here to say that's not true, right? I think any good DJ would switch it up, right? But that's the common answer, right? I wanted to give you like some real like truth here, right? Some real meat, some substance, right? First and foremost, most DJs are going to say that. I mean, that's the default answer. So they're going to say that, oh, we changed the music. We find something that works with the crowd. Uh, they may even go to some type of crowd participation, you know, type of vibe, even if they don't want to, even if they say, hey, I hate line dances or whatever, right? But like, they're going to go there. They're going to go to some type of crowd participation. Maybe they may go to a line dance. They may decide to swag surf. They may be, they may decide that, hey, we're going to do shout or sweet Caroline or, you know, whatever, right? They switch up the genre. There's a million different options of things that you really could do. But I wanted to share a real quick, hard reality with you. Okay. Everyone that comes to your event is not going to dance. Now, I'll be honest with you. When I was a younger DJ, I remember my wife actually helped me to realize that people who come to an event, that that everybody's not going to dance, but it doesn't mean that they don't have a great time. And I remember from her, I remember leaving a wedding, 
Uh, and this is and this is again, we were we were super young in the game. My wife would do events with me from time to time, and I remember doing one, and, and, I, and I thought I did great, but I was like, man, you know, like everybody didn't dance. And she said, yeah, you weren't necessarily scanning the room. You didn't see that you know, this table here was all nodding their heads or they were snapping their fingers or, you know, maybe they were dancing in their seats. You didn't you didn't check that again. I was a lot younger in the game. So some of those traits and things I hadn't yet developed like I do now. Right. But again, like I say, everybody who comes possibly isn't going to dance, but don't get discouraged right now. Here's a couple of examples of like, you know, how that could be or why that could be like one. It could be that the DJs just isn't in touch. And I'm definitely not slamming DJs as a DJ, but every DJ has a different skill. That's a whole different podcast, but maybe they're just kind of heads down into the music, not kind of like scanning the room. You know, there could be things, right? Okay. Now the other one is that some people just don't dance right now. Also, it could be that maybe your event is early. Maybe there's no liquid encouragement. Maybe there's an element in the room that doesn't lend to dancing. We've seen this, right? Maybe it could be religious. It could be certain sides of the family that dance that you don't want to offend. We've seen it. There are different scenarios that happen, right? Now, for weddings, it also could be that maybe the bride and groom or the groom and groom or the bride and bride aren't on the dance floor. And that, I will tell you, again, whole different podcast, but wherever you are, is where your crowd is going to be. I'll, I'll leave that nugget with you right there. Also, it could be that maybe, I know, I know you, you invited the perfect list of people, but maybe you didn't really invite the party people to your event. And this happens. But before you crucify me here, think about it. You've got people that you're inviting that are either aunts, uncles, people that saw you grow up, friends of your mom and dad, you know, uh, older, older coworkers. There's a lot of different scenarios there. Right. And maybe they aren't the party people or, or maybe they're not the majority. Right. It's just something to think about. Now, at this point, you're probably like, man, wow, this sounds like a downer. But it's not. It's not. I promise you, it's not meant to be a downer. OK, so you may be asking, like, what does all this mean at this point? And here's the point. I'm just kind of share a very realistic view with you from a DJ. Been doing this for a while. I'm just sharing with you that everybody who comes to your wedding isn't going to dance. Not all the time, but there are those ones. There are those ones. Trust me. We're like, everybody's dancing. You look around. It's amazing. Those are those ones. And I think any good DJ who's trying to rock it out is going to try to rock it like every single time. It doesn't really matter, you know, who's dancing, who's not. Your job is to entertain. So we, we get all that. But if we're getting the majority of the people on the floor, we're cycling them through uh, you know, we've got, say, 60 percent of that crowd, 60, 70 percent of that crowd out there dancing. I think we're doing great. We've hit it out the park, to be honest with you. But again, just think, just understand there are so many factors that go into dinner and dancing and creating this absolutely like great moment. It hits everybody a little different. So you have to think about everything that's going in as you put together this event. Again, like I always say, you can hit us anytime. We, we can dive into more of these topics. But now as you're putting your entertainment together. I want you to think about this. Think of the people that are on that list. Like really think about them and think about entertainment. Think about what's going to move most of those people, if not all of them. Right. And also what else you can provide for entertainment? Because entertainment isn't just the music. Right. Entertainment is like what's going on in the room. It's photo booths. It's 360s. It's caricature artists. I mean, I know that sounds corny, but like people love that. You know, it could be all kinds of stuff. There's so many things that you can put into entertainment to create an experience for people. Right. So just think about that right now. 
I want to give you guys a real quick story. Just real quick. Bear with me. All right. So I recently did a wedding here in the city. Gorgeous. I mean, literally, it was the it was that tight. It was black tie. It was nice. Historic venue. Plated meal. Open bar. I mean, the whole nine. Right. And for the 45 minutes we had for dancing. And again, that's a whole separate podcast on time and preparation and things we can do. But for those 45 minutes, listen, we party. We got down. But what I noticed, again, I've gotten older. I've gotten much better as a DJ, right? And as I'm scanning the room, as I'm looking in the corner to the right, to my left, I'm looking at my dance floor. I'm looking towards the back of the room. I noticed that not everybody is dancing. And we had about 200 people. And I would say we had that 60%. But there was that 40% that weren't dancing. Now, at the end of the night, though, I had a group come up from that 40%, shake my hand, put a couple of folded bills in my hand and tell me, hey, listen, this is one of the most amazing weddings that they'd been to. And and I want to say, yeah, I I was a DJ. I killed it. I was awesome. Right. But that really wasn't it. Yeah. Like I did a great job that night. and And I appreciate them telling me that. But I think what it was more importantly was that the couple understood that everybody they invited wasn't going to dance. Some of them were older. Some of them needed assistance, like walking, sitting, standing. I mean, like it was it's a varied event. Right. Right. But what they did was they incorporated various components of entertainment into the night. So it worked. Right. Like if you think about it, they had a live band for cocktail with a singer. Right. They even danced that cocktail. hour. People were dancing that cocktail hour. They had a photo booth in the same room as the reception, right? The older crowd, they were in and out that photo booth all night. The younger crowd, eh, not, not as much, you know, but they but they hit it, you know. And for the music, like we hit on all the genres, right? So we we, you know, we hit the we hit the early stuff, we came forward, we went back, you know, it was amazing. But again, at this amazing, elaborate, and sophisticated wedding, everybody didn't dance all all night, but everybody had a great time. All right. So listen, that's it for me, everybody. That's it. Party people. I'm gonna wrap it up. I just wanted to leave you with that real quick, like honest feedback to let you know that, you know, as you put this together, think about the entertainment, understand that everybody you invite isn't going to be on the dance floor and it's okay. But we want to create this experience for people when they walk away that they're just like, listen, I ain't dance, but I had a really good time. And I appreciate you for sending me my invite. And I love you. And I appreciate you. All right. So listen, enjoy your moment. Don't worry about what else. Uh, Don't worry about who's dancing, all that kind of stuff. You know, just create the best environment and experience that you can. And in the words, one of my very, very close friends, just do you, boo. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. You already know where to find us. We're everywhere at Exquisite Sounds ENT. And I'm your host, DJ Tornell. I'll check y'all on the next one, man. Y'all be good. Peace.